Chapter 23, The Lump of Coal We all took our positions. I climbed into the log cabin to watch the whole show proceed. Santa Claus sat upon his dazzling throne. Though I could not see them well, a few elves entered and sat beside the great man. The fairies remained in the trees and behind the jewels. Several gnomes hid within the many entrances to the valley away from view, just in case there was any trouble. All was still and quiet. In the distance, I heard the bearish song of the gnomes coming down the tunnel. At that moment, snow began to sprinkle down from the sky, adding the finishing touch to this deception. As I looked out the window, several gnomes let in my two blindfolded kidnappers. Their hands were bound tightly behind them. A pair of undersized wooden chairs, clearly designed for children, sat in front of Santa's shining throne. The gnomes plopped the two men down in their pint-sized seats. As the blindfolds were removed and their hands untied, the crooked pair rubbed the darkness from their eyes. Ho, ho, ho! I know the two of you, Santa said with a loud, booming voice. At the sound of his voice, the smaller man startled. He jumped in the air and landed with a loud smack upon the ground. You! He pointed to the larger man. I made a train for you many years ago, didn't I? The big man nodded his head in astonishment. The other kidnapper climbed back up into his seat as Father Christmas turned his attention towards him. And you! He said as he pointed down towards the now seated crook. I made a wooden puzzle. Hmm. I seem to remember that it was a tall sailing ship, was it not? The little man nodded. As I watched, I would have thought that I was looking at the face of two naughty children, not that of two evil kidnappers. Well, the word dragged out as he spoke. Let me see what you have been up to since I last paid you a visit. St. Nicholas spoke first to the taller of the two. Though it was difficult to see through the kidnapper's heavy beard, the corners of his mouth turned down in a long frown as he prepared for what was sure to be a rather unkind evaluation. Let's see, Santa began. When you first moved out on your own, you took a set of gold coins that your father had purchased many years before. He had been saving them away in a special place, promising to give them to you when the time was right. You took it upon yourself to decide when the right time was, never bothering to ask permission from your father. The big man looked down to the ground as his judgment continued. Worse yet, Santa continued, you sold them and used the money to swindle an old woman out of property that you knew would soon be of great value. This cruel trick you did again and again with many other unsuspecting folks. It was all fair, the bullish man said, the hint of a spoiled, disrespectful child coming through. It's not my fault. They don't know what their property's worth. Next he turned to the now humbled, hairless man. The brow on his balding head scrunched up as he too prepared for the unwanted news. Ho, ho, ho! Looks like you have been rather naughty of late, said Santa Claus. 
You have been spiriting away some of the profits of your business partnership in your own hidden account. The big man's head jerked sideways as his eyes flashed with rage. Uh, I can explain. The little man stuttered in a high-pitched twang. I, I was planning on giving it back to you. I, I, I was investing it in a big account, but I was going to give it back to you with interest. You was taking my money! The hefty kidnapper yelled as he thunked the smaller man on the head. The two men began to argue, but Saint Nicholas quickly quieted them down. So. What is it you are wishing for this year? He said with a puzzled look upon his face. Oh yes, I can see that you want to make a lot of money. Oh, and you are going to use my home in order to do it. Their boyish features were now gone. The oversized crook stood up from his chair, rising above Saint Nicholas. He was clearly angry and must have realized that he was free. Yeah. What of it, old man? He said, in the voice I had come to fear from the cabin. We got more money than you'll ever see, and even you can't get your hands on that. Saint Nicholas just smiled. Oh, but there is one thing I have learned. He responded, "When you go about getting what you want in the wrong way, it is often taken from you in the most unexpected manner." A twinkle in his eye, I remembered only later, after seeing many fortunes lost in the stock market crash of 1929. Perhaps these men included. Sometimes you wind up with just the opposite of that for which you wished. Santa added. Both men were now on their feet as they looked around, trying to figure out a way out of their predicament. Now. If I could have my list, I will see what special gifts I have for these two deserving men," he said, as one of the helper elves placed a faded scroll within his hand. "I don't think we want to hear about special gifts," the giant-sized kidnapper barked as he lunged for the scroll within Saint Nick's hands. At the same moment, his diminutive companion dove at Nicholas, knocking him back into the chair. The scroll spun end over end into the air. The skittish fairies, startled by the sudden movement, scattered into the tunnels. They cast eerie shadows upon the land as the two men wrestled with Nicholas. The only light was now provided by a thin slice of moon in the sky. The gnomes, though strong and hardworking, were not quick in thought or movement. They stood stock still as the battle ensued. Ensued. I called out as I jumped through the cabin window. Please, someone help me stop these men! As if on cue, the three elves, who had strangely, strangely kept their heads bowed towards the ground, sprang into action. Beams leapt from their collective hands. Two red beams and one green lifted the two men up into the air, spinning them like the new toys I had seen in the workshop. Nicholas, quick upon the ground! Came Finway's familiar voice. Sits a length of rope into the air with all your might. It is our only hope. As I searched for the rope, Anna, Thavell, and Finway continued their magical hold. Quickly, my boy! Saint Nick encouraged. They cannot hold such weight for long. 
The fairy light had now fully left, and the moon was settling behind the valley wall, leaving only the glow from the three elves' beams to light the land. I could see the strain upon Finway's face as I frantically searched. The men were slowly sinking back to the valley floor. Finally, I spotted the end of the rope sticking out from under a small fir. I lunged for the rope, a strange rush of strength and skill overtaking my movements. As I rolled to the ground, I grabbed the coiled line, throwing it with all my might into the strange elf beams. It caught in the weakening rays, dancing like a charmed snake. In and around the men it flew as their feet drifted ever nearer the floor. Finway fell to the ground, his beam exhausted. The kidnappers were left suspended in the dim reddish light. As the rope tied its last knot around the legs of the pair, Avel and Aneth sank to the cavern floor. Rushing to their sides, I found them too weak to even speak. They will be all right, came Nicholas' reassuring voice. Slowly he stood, brushing the soil from his coat and trousers. Will you be okay? I asked. Oh, yes, my boy, he replied, a fragile smile crossing his face. The land had now fallen into near total darkness. Slowly a a fairy appeared from one of the passageways. It was gentry. Her faint flame, like a single match in a darkened room, provided a warm glow. Gnomes! Santa commanded. Secure these men! Gnomes rushed from every open cave. They lifted the two men high above them like Gulliver on his travels. Secured by the rope and within the strong hands of the gnomes, the men would be no more trouble. Oh, here is my scroll, St. Nick said. Let's see, where were we? Oh, yes, my special gift. It seems that you two are not the only naughty boys or girls in the world. I am always in need of lumps of coal. A bearish snicker escaped from the collective group. Gnomes, would you help these two learn to dig a few lumps of coal for me? I should think ten thousand would be enough.